Hey guys, what's up? Hope it's a good day, wherever you are. Thanks for listening. This is Noah B. Ambrose. Yes, my initials are NBA. And on the Noah B. Ambrose Show, I will be covering the NBA and other sports news, sports and pop culture, because my dream someday is to work at ESPN or some other company like that, covering sports and things going on in the world. I will never play in the NBA, but I sure want to be in the conversation. Okay, so here's the plan for today. First, we're going to get into a little bit of NBA news. Then we're going to talk about my NFL predictions for this year. Then we're going to interview a very special guest. Listen up. It's about to get real. The signs are pointing in that direction. He has been seen working out with both the Knicks and the Nets recently. And some very important Nets players are basically begging the organization to sign him. These two important players, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, are guys you gotta keep happy. Because when they're not happy, the team's not happy. Because they can be a problem for chemistry. Look at the Celtics last year. Kyrie wasn't happy. Multiple guys said, just... The whole team wasn't happy, and it just wasn't a team that they wanted to be on, and it made even just playing what they loved, basketball, hard. So I would go with their request, and it's not a crazy request. Carmelo Anthony still has game left in him. He could play a solid bench role, and you're thinking, you might be thinking, Carmelo Anthony, a bench player? I mean, didn't he specifically say he wouldn't play on the bench yeah but that was while he still had options where people were still wanting to sign him now he has admitted himself that he felt like he had hit rock bottom that no NBA teams wanted him anymore and he just wants another shot I think the Nets could be that shot for him the Knicks would not be a good shot I mean he didn't he ended badly last time with them and they're not in a better state anymore than they were at that point. I mean, they're still unstable, still have the same owner. Sure, it's a different coach, but honestly, they're still very far from the playoff picture, and he needs to go to a playoff uh, playoff team, play some bench minutes, score some points, and then try and earn a ring. He's in that stage of his career now, and the Nets would be a great place for him to do that. And the only problem is that the Nets have 15 guaranteed deals. That's the amount you can have. But there's a little, there's a easy solution to that. Wilson Chandler, he was suspended for PED use just recently. If they were to cut him, they could have to make a spot for Carmelo. And I believe that that would be a great move, especially for a team that is going to need that is going to need all as many scores as they have so that they can stay in playoff contention up until KD is back and healthy. Okay, so we're going to go division by division in the NFL and explain who's going to get first, who's going to get last, and who's going to be a big surprise. Things like that. Listen up. We're going to start in the AFC East. 
Okay. Obviously, this is going to come as no surprise to you. Some of you guys are going to hate it, but it's it's just true, guys. The, the Patriots, until Brady, until Brady retires and Belichick retires, they're going to be good. So, and you can't bet, bet against Brady. So, we're going to put him first. Him into the Patriots, and they have Josh Gordon back. Josh Gordon is a great re- receiver when he's allowed to play. <laughs> the second, and second, we're going to have the Jets. Sam Darnold, I believe, is going to have a big increase in his his uh, quality of playing now that he's not a rookie anymore, and they're adding Le'Veon Bell. Third, I'm going to put the Bills. Josh Allen, I think, has what it takes to be a very successful NFL quarterback. They played very well in the NFL preseason, but they still just don't have what it takes to make a run at it this year. And last, the Dolphins. Sure, they have two decent quarterbacks, Rosen and uh, Fitzmagic. And, but they're, they're not a good team. Most likely, they're going to end up tanking. It's just not Miami's year. Next, we're going to head to the AFC West, where I believe first in the AFC West is going to be the Chargers. Some of you might be thinking, the Chargers, not the Chiefs? Yes, the Chargers. I think that I think that this year, Mahomes is going to hit a little bit of a regression. He doesn't have the same weapons as he did. Their defense isn't going to be the same, even though their defense was already really weak last year. Uh, yeah, but they're just not... The Chargers are going to win it, the division, even though who knows what's going to happen with their running back situation. Both of those teams have a lot of talent, but some question marks. And it's going to be very close between the two of them. But in third, I'm going to have to go with the Raiders. Yeah, they were horrible last year, but I think John Gruden can turn it around and they can start making a positive direction at least. Last, it's going to be the Broncos. The Broncos, their their quarterback situation, when you when Joe Flacco is your quarterback, and that that's not a that's not a good thing. They have a young guy who could turn out good, but as long as they're starting Joe Flacco, they're not going to have much success. His days as a competent starter are over. Next up, Now, the AFC North. This is probably one of the tightest divisions where every single team in there should be a contender. We've got the Ravens, we got the Bengals, we got the Browns, we got the Steelers. The weakest of all those teams is probably going to be the Bengals, but they still have some great players. They got AJ Green, they got Tyler Boyd, they still got Andy Dalton, but they're the weakest of those four, and I predict them coming in fourth. Coming in third. It's a very tough call for me to make, but I'm going to have to go with the Steelers. The Steelers still have a lot of weapons, and I think could end up surprising a lot of people and proving me wrong, but after losing Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, they're set up for a little bit of a reset. Sure, they still have a lot of weapons. They have Juju Smith-Schuster, and they have, they still have Big Ben, they have a group. 
a group of running backs that are great. And but I just I think the Ravens and the Browns, not only are they teams for the future, they're teams for the present. They both have great young quarterbacks and some awesome defensive and offensive weapons. I believe that Browns will finish first as long as they don't run into too many chemistry issues. The Ravens will finish second. Okay. The AFC South. Coming into... coming, If I had been making this a week ago, I probably would have said the Colts. But with Andrew Luck retiring, that makes their quarterback situation a lot more shaky. So I'm no longer saying that. First in the AFC South. I'm going to have to go with the Texans. but te- And the Texans are a team that look like they have a bright future. But I have to put a fu- their future with an asterisk. They got to start protecting their quarterback. Deshaun Watson, Watson has a lot of potential, just like Andrew Luck did. But if he keeps taking hits at the rate he did last season, he'll end up retiring er- early, just like Andrew Luck. And people will have questions like, what could he have been instead of, Will they win the playoff? Will they win the Super Bowl? So, I'm going to put them first. Second place, I'm going to put the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to have a back, a bounce back year with Nick Foles. It looks like he has great chemistry with his teammates already. And third, I can't count out the Colts. They did great last year. I'm, I really think that Even though they lost luck, they're still going to have a decent season. So I'm going to put them at third. Fourth, I'm going to have to go with the Titans. The Titans are kind of... They're not bad, but they're not good. They're kind of in that state of mediocrity. So, yeah, they're going to go there. So... Then the NFC. Okay, the NFC East. Home of the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, and Redskins. Okay. Obviously, we know who's going to come in last. That's obviously the Redskins. With all the quarterback troubles they've been having, they're they're just not strong enough in that position that I believe that... that or at their other positions, honestly. They're, they're just not set up for a good year. And until they have a stable starting quarterback, I don't believe they can get, get any better. That could end up being their rookie... Or it could end up being one of the many injured guy quarterbacks that they have. The Eagles are going to be first, though, guys. The Eagles are a great team. They've got depth at tons of positions. They've got one. They probably got the smartest GM in the whole entire NFL, and you should never count them out. In second place, I still I have to go with the Cowboys. They've got great linemen on both sides of the ball. And I believe that everything will be worked out with Dak and Zeke and all these other contract negotiations. But even if it won't, they're still going to have a decent team out there in a, in a division where that's all it takes. And, thir- and in third, I have to go with the Giants. I, I believe there will be some improvement this year, but... We don't even know who's going to start, honestly. It could be Eli, or it could be Daniel Jones. And 
they had a horrible season last year and the year before that. And it doesn't look like they're going to turn it around and be a playoff contender anytime soon. Okay, now to the NFC West. Okay. I know a lot of people are remember how the Rams were so great last season, but then played a very boring Super Bowl game. Yeah, their defense is still going to be great. And I believe their offense will be good. It won't be as good. And that is because Todd Gurley is not going to be the workhorse back he was. Sure, they have other good running backs. But Todd Gurley is a very important part of that team. And we saw that in the Super Bowl when he didn't play very much or that well. And they basically were out of the game. They Their defense was carrying them. And everybody loves good defense, but they love offense. And I believe their offense is going to take a step back this year. Even though they have solid receivers, a good young quarterback, and a lot of running back. So, with that being said, I think that the Seahawks are going to have an amazing year this year. Their defense looks like it's going to be great. I know the Seahawks usually have great defense, but I think... This year, it's going to be an exceptional year. The 49ers, we, we don't really know. I mean, I believe that they're going to finish third, but it really all depends on Garoppolo. Is he going to come back from his injury well, or is he is he going to be not the same man that he was going, right before the injury? People still wonder, is the hype r- real or not on him because of how small of a sample size we have? There's a lot of questions surrounding him and the 49ers as a whole. They're going to be a team to watch, though. Cardinals. Listen, the Cardinals are a few years away from being good. And so, yeah, they got a great young quarterback. But who knows how his career is going to turn out. Some people believe he's too small or he's just not an NFL quarterback. And he's going to have to be because the rest of his team doesn't have much special, anything special about them. And then NFC North. Okay. I think this is the Bears' year. They're going to dominate. Their, their defense is amazing. They've got a pretty decent offense. So I believe they're going to finish first. Followed by the Packers. They're going to turn around this year. Aaron Rodgers is going to be lights out. Then third, we're going to have the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is going to have a good season. With, with Thielen and Diggs are going to remind everyone why the Vikings receiving core is very, very exceptional. And in last place, yeah, you're going to have the Lions, who are in that state of mediocrity as well, where they're, they're not bad, but they're not a team that you want to watch either. Then in the NFC South, I believe in first place is the Saints. Drew Brees. He's going to have another great year. Sure, he's getting older, but it's the NFL. And look at Brady. Every single year, these quarterbacks are getting older, and they're still playing better. It's look. It's almost like these guys are hitting their primes later than they used to. I think he's going to have another great year. He's got a lot of talent surrounding him. It's going to be another great year to watch the Saints. Okay, in second, we're going to have the Falcons. I believe Calvin Ridley is going to take that next step. 
Julio Jones is going to have another great year. Matt Ryan is going to keep being a, a stable quarterback. Third, we're going to have the Panthers. Hopefully Cam can get healthy and stay healthy. If he's able to stay healthy, I think they'll have a great, great year. And they have, some, they have a great running back on that team as well. But I don't think they have enough to win the division. In last place, we got the Bucks. Jameis Winston needs to play good this year. And it's going to be interesting to see if he does. That's all my NFL takes. Okay, so now is the t- I'm getting to the time of the show where I'm going to introduce our very special guest. A SoundCloud rapper who you definitely should listen to. My friend, LaShawn Cody Lee. What would you like to tell us? Hello. Um, yeah. I'm a rapper on SoundCloud by the name of Lee Sauce. Um, I'll be releasing in the next few weeks two singles on the platform and on other streaming platforms such as iTunes, Spotify. Play. I'll be releasing two singles. One is titled One More Chance, and the other single is called Blue Veins, featuring featuring my partner, Leak Too Saucy. Nice. What can you tell us about those two songs? Um, what I can say about Blue Veins is it's definitely it's definitely got classic hip-hop vibes. It's one of the first, it's one of the first songs that I had ever written, so. Okay. It's definitely good. And One More Chance is a love song that I made after I had, after I had gone through a breakup. Yes. So both of your songs are going to have different groups they're speaking to is this because you're trying to expand your brand okay and you already have uh one song posted correct yeah i did have one song posted it was called it won't be okay till christ comes back and that was a gospel rap song but recently I had taken it down off of SoundCloud because um, I didn't own I didn't own the rights to the beat so I bought the beat and I'm planning on re-uploading it to SoundCloud but I just wanted to make sure I had the copyright and stuff on it yeah. before I started monetizing it yeah uh, listen I'll be back on SoundCloud too with the other three songs okay cool so listeners you really should check him out his music is very good i've heard him rap he can freestyle as well he's got immense talent and don't be surprised if you see him playing on the radio someday thank you cody thank you for having me you're welcome okay guys that was the first one let me know what you think and 
hope hope it's something you want to listen to again. Next time, I'm going to drop some more NFL news, some more NBA news. It's probably going to be a little longer. Uh, I want your feedback. Please let me know what you think. Thank you. And have a good day.